Pick up on, we're doing Makot um, 22 today, Yukaf Bet. And we're going to pick up on the bottom of page 21-2. Going to Bet. Kaf Aleph Bet, 21-B. It's eight lines up from the bottom. And in general, Argamara, we're going to be talking about um, three topics today. Uh, the first topic is we're going to have this idea of if you can get multiple, um, you can get multiple, yeah, one second. If you can get multiple melachot on Yom Tov. So like if you do a certain act on Shabbat, if you do a certain act, you have multiple transgressions. You, in that one act, you're liable for all of them. And Yom Tov, we're going to say that you're not. And that's going to contradict a certain source that seems like you do on Yom Tov get multiple lashes for one act, and they're going to explain it away. That's going to be the, the first part. That's going to stretch to um, to 22A, like 10 lines down. Then if you look there, it says Siman Shin, Siman Shinbai Shinaz. See that? It's like 10 lines down on 22A. Ten lines down in, in yeah in the Gemara twenty two a yeah next yeah. yeah oh oh see like there's a siman oh yeah yeah sure 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 that siman is is an it's a siman of seven different rabbis names mm-hmm. it's really eight letters but we'll explain why but it's seven different rabbis. and that that really if if you just like look at my Gemara I circle the names of the rabbis and that goes down like wow. the page so it's basically these rabbis um, these Amoraim are taking issue with the statement in the Mishnah that only you only have eight on that one act. They brought they bring so all. So they're Amorim. They're, they're lumping themselves together because they're going against the Tana. Is that it? That they I don't know if that, that's why. I think it's, sometimes they have mnemonics that you can, with which you can remember the different statements. Like, oh, okay. It, but the couple, actual names are revealed. Their names are revealed, and they, they align with these letters. Because the Supreme Court, you know, has something if similar. At, if, if you look at your sheet, uh, if you look at the sheet, right? they, they, yes. they don't. They, but they don't list the names. They do. It's it's like they, they have like six of them rule, but they don't want to put their names on it. Uh-huh. They did this with Gore. With um, uh, it's like they, they, they wanted a to put, case. They wanted a rule, but they didn't want their names to be associated with necessarily uh, or, or to uh, be up front. It's an interesting. But here they actually just listed yeah. as yeah, a so if you rush take, table. If you take a look at the uh, take gotcha. a look at the list here. I brought. Um, the letters, and I brought the names that are... Uh, so, Shin is Hoshaya. Nun is Hananya. Bet is Abahu. Aleph is Abaye. Yud is also Abaye. We'll explain okay, why. Shin is Abashi. Nun is Ravina. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. That's kind of like... And that's, that, that's basically the, the pattern gotcha. of the Gemara until you get to the Mishnah. And the Mishnah is going to be another topic where... Um, it's just about Malkos, and we're going to be talking about that. Like, where do you get Malkos? How, what, how, what's the number of them? That's, like, interesting, right? It's like, so we're going to talk about this whole Masechet. They finally brought it at the end. Like, what, what kind of Malkos do you get? Do you, uh, how many, what's the number? 40, 39? Um, where, do they, where are they administered? Um, you just, like, take a, take a, just take a, um, a belt and, 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 smack, and, and lash somebody, or is it a specific type of, um, is it a specific type of, um, what's it called? Uh... Instrument, though. instrument, yeah. That's so you right, instrument, and like, how do you do it? Do you just do it like, just bend them over and like whip. whip them on the butt, or yeah, do you do right, it right, like right. on the back? Where do you right, do it on the back? Right. That's going to be the discussion. So that's kind of interesting, I think. Yeah. So those are the three topics. When you today. mentioned Yantiv versus Shabbat in terms of Malachot, um, that has nothing to do with second day. Uh, meet the Rabban, meet the Rice. It's it's Yantiv Stam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> nothing to do with yeah, yeah. second day. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we're picking up where we left off yesterday. Um, with Rabbi Akiva, uh, with interesting drusha, 
uh, Rabbi Akiva. Um, I don't know. Rabbi Akiva had a certain drush, and now right after that's Amale Ula. Ula is a is an Amora from Eretz Yisrael, um, and he says the Rav Nachman the Lithi Neimashim Zareh Tov. So he's saying, um, so he's saying this this Mishnah listed eight, right? So it should also list Zareh Biyom Tov too. Let's take the whole case. Remember, we had like the case of the Nazir, and it was in Bekvarot, and it was uh, you were doing it was with different types of seeds, and it was with uh, Kilai, you know, the whole thing. Go, let's add another one in there. Uh, you're doing it on Yom Tov, and we said that you're planting seeds, or at least you're covering seeds, and so that could be. I mean, you should you should add that one in, not just eight, but have nine. Why just why'd you limit it to eight? And they so they finally answer. They go, Tanavishier, um, <clears throat> really, really, uh, you're right. There could be nine. There could be ten. There could be eleven. The Tana chose a certain amount and went with that. <coughs> it's like uh, reminds me of like the Maimonides when he says, "How do you know <coughs> the Torah has all the? <coughs> we can know the general principles of the Torah, but like the details, we can't figure out. Like why did God choose seven and not eight? You know, a different korbanot. The details, uh, you know, it could be this way, it could be that way. That's the way God chose it. That's that's like uh, so. It's kind of like that's the way the Mishnah decided to go with eight. It could have gone forever, but that would have been a very long Mishnah. So it's, that's where they limited it. Um, so okay, that that would be really nice. But the Mishnah said specifically eight, like specifically eight. It could have just said a lot, but it said specifically eight. Um, and you say Tana, he taught it and he left over some. He says specifically eight. So then he answers uh, and he accepts the premise that the Mishnah is only talking about eight, which that premise we're going to question later on. Because all these Amorim are going to bring other ones, and they're not going to not going to refute them. So it's interesting, but at this point they're accepting the premise only eight, and they're going to say, "So what's the difference? Why didn't they put Yom Tov in there?" Because on Yom Tov, um, on Shabbos you can be oblig- you can become liable for multiple things via one act, and on Yom Tov you can't. What's the explanation for that? That's a question. I don't know the answer. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why. Like I don't know what the distinct. I think there's a certain limud, but I forget. Um, I don't know if there's like a conceptual thing there going on. On Shabbos you can have multiple, and Yom Tov you can't. I don't know. But nevertheless, so th- this person uh, was was obligated. Or so you can't have chiluk melachot Yom Tov. So this this they already had. Um, uh, let's see what what they have. What they were forbidden. What's forbidden on Yom Tov? Um, I guess it's the, the harisha itself. Mm-hmm. Actual actual plowing, so they have harisha. You already have harisha. You can't have zria. So that's um, okay. It's interesting though, because what's the zria here? You're covering up, you're covering up the seeds. You're covering over the seeds. I wonder if that's like a different stage, right? So when you're plowing, plowing seems like it's your kind of shift. What is it? What's the act of plowing? Shifting this the, the dirt, or is it making a, a removing it, right, or causing a or the whole thing together, I guess. Plowing is really turning over the soil. Yeah. That's the real purpose of plowing. Okay. It's actually weed control. So you turn over the soil. Okay, so that's relevant here. So you're turning it over. When you're turning it over, you're doing plowing and 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 planting at the same time. But then the question is, why didn't they? Why didn't he choose to to, to paint this scenario on Shabbat, where where there's chiluk yeah. melachot, and then he could have had many more. Yeah, I know. I don't. Know. I guess there's a certain like feeling like we don't. The Tanavishier is like there's just like certain, there's a certain like orientation here where 
They wanted to bring you an example. They didn't want to like go all the way. Yeah. That's my feeling. Because yeah. you really could go all the way. I mean, we're going to see seven more on the next page. All right. Um, okay. So, so Amale Ada Tehe. You're right. So, there's this word Ada. If anybody has the, uh, it's like an interesting little uh, linguistic thing on in the um, Koran where he says, it really means Hada, which Hada means like, that's true. Hada, Hadu Dichti, that, that's what it's written. <coughs> it says Ada because this is how they used to uh, pronounce it in Eretz Yisrael. Mm-hmm. And this appears in the Yerushalmi Talmud. So that's why Ula, is, he said Ada, mm-hmm. instead of Hada. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so this is more from like the Greek, Greek uh, guttural pronunciation that was had, um, had influence in Israel okay um, okay so now we establish that there ain't Hiluk Melachop Yom Tov well they're going to say that well maybe that's not so simple and that's where we're going to go here we're going to try to show and this is until we get to the Siman on the next page where I showed you it's mm-hmm. like 10 lines down over here is the Siman until we get there we're going to have a question as to I don't know if I need the board would be helpful or not I don't know I'll figure it out. Um, there's a there's a Simon. Let me see. There's a pen. Let me just take that here. Just. Um, so we're going to question the idea of in chiluk melachot because we're going to bring a brighter that seems to say that there are there is chiluk melachot on Yom Tov, and it's going to be a case where um, you are cooking a gita nasha on Yom Tov. Not for the sake of Yom Tov. So if you're doing the sake of Yom Tov, that's the Torah, that's okay. But you're cooking it, and while you're cooking it, in order to cook it, you, you stoke the, uh, the, the coals. And in doing that, you're, you're, you're liable, and the, 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 store, the source says, the Tanaitic source says, you're liable for two. Liable for several other things also in this act, but in terms of Yom Tov, you're, you're liable for those two, which is Havara and Bishul same time. So that's going to be the question. Like You say you can't have chiluk malachot yom tov. It seems like you do. They're going to say, uh, you're right. I didn't really mean havara. I didn't really mean stoking the coals. I meant um, something completely different that's not connected to yom tov. They're going to play around with that. So. Um, ATV. So here's a, here's a, 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 a contradiction. Abai. And it says in a Mishnah. So here's, we're going to list five things, okay? Okay, you're cooking gidon Gidon is a sciatic nerve. In chalav on yom tov. That's your case, okay? And you ate it. Okay, that's the case. Um, you cooked gidon in chalav on yom tov and you ate it. So you, you look at chamesh. What are they? So that's filet mignon, I'm guessing. You're cooking a filet mignon, right? The sciatic nerve is filet mignon. Is it? Yeah. Is it, is it the filet mignon has, well, it, the it, has, has it, it taken out, right? Yeah. Filet mignon. I think it's you're cooking the actual ghee here. Oh, the actual, actual ghee. Yeah. Not just the... No. Because, okay. There's a whole discussion on if ghee... Uh, we learned this, actually. Uh, we learned so many things in yeshiva that are so not relevant, like, to, like, what you're asked. Um, but, like, we learned us all about ghee de nashe, and, like, the fact that there's a discussion. It's a, it's a nerve. It's a, so the question is, is it considered um, actual meat or not? Meaning, does it give time? Does it have a does it have a taste or not? That can be emitted. Some people say it's this is like kind of like just like a bone or something. It doesn't really give, emit taste. And if that's the case, then you can cook it with something else, not forbidden. But this is going to be the, this approach is going to hold that it does emit taste, and it's considered like meat. 
So you're cooking the ghee. I don't know how that how that looks, uh, but is it, I don't know if it's thick. I don't know. I don't no, know. but filet mignon. My understanding part is of the actually meat. I think the, it's the part, actual part yeah. of this. The, I think the rum, yeah, but it's that remember. contains yeah. the sac and through it. And how does filet mignon get right. kosher? It's that there are those who can right. take it out. I that believe sounds that's, right to me. Yeah, yeah, they're they're called. You know, you know that that's that's where the name Hackerman comes from. I didn't know that. A minakil. So oh really? Is is the is the is the specific. Um, uh, 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 is someone who removes the sciatic nerves, who knows how to do that so as a our profession. Of, so, so of turning, anyone, Whiting Turner, who just was so, so, if, so most likely people who are called Ackerman, Hackerman, really? were uh, probably their, uh, the, probably in their history, their family. Yeah, there was the, the, somebody who removed the. Look at that. Well, you know, oh, in this day and age, yeah. they cut the cow in half, yeah, and they and they yeah. they throw away the other half, or they give it to a non-kosher butcher. In those days, you couldn't afford to just say, "Hey, half a cow, we're not going to use." So you had to remove it, right? Yeah. It was too valuable to yeah, not. Yeah. Right? Huh. So, well, okay. Interesting. Menachel, Ackerman. That's interesting. So the second is Sabi Yom Tov veOchel of Bechalal. You have to add that, of course. Yeah, so you can get another. Okay. Uh, okay, okay, you get your chayav. Okay, let's try to count them. Okay, so what do you what do you mean? No, kemishim ochel gid. So this is not because of yomto. This is ochel gid. Right? Yeah, you need a gid. It's forbidden. Right. That's, that's long since then. Um, I keep going. Kemishim evashel biyomto. So that's that's a yomto thing. I'm just gonna number them as I go. Evashel biyomto because it's not for for yomto's purpose. Not for the sake of yomto. Um. This is Ochel Basar Bechalav. This is So there's the ah. cooking and then there's the eating. Okay, great. Um, this is three, this is four. Getting kind of cramped in here. What was it? Um, so there's cooking. The number two is cooking, or number three. Sorry, number three is cooking the because the the iso is lotevashel gid. Right, and then so there's this is considered basar. The other one is ochel. Right. Gid bechalav. Right. And what's the fifth one? The fifth one is mishum havara. Havara. So that's, that's the coals. That's the yeah. That's the coal. So that's this is the problem, right? You have two here. This is Yom Tov. Out of the five, number two and number five are Yom Tov prohibitions. And so there really is a question here, which was bothering me when I originally started doing it. When you when you place the fire, that's when you're obligated. That's way before you start cooking it, right? It, it takes a while for things to cook. It seems like it's two different it's time periods. In the process of yeah, cooking? Yeah, so, so, so. Uh, apparently it's talking about a, a situation where you are cooking it and you're, you need to stoke the coals. And when you're doing that, it's right about to be cooked. It's at that like precipice between not cooked and cooked. Someone warned you. I think that's mm. the case. Otherwise, like, it's going to be two different stages, right? You place the fire and you... Yeah, mm-hmm. So that's the case. So you have cooking on Yom Tov. Stoking the coals is an ish meish. No, you're just uh, you're taking uh, like a... Uh, what is it? What's some sort of like metal instrument yeah. and like... Poking it, poking it, yeah. Yeah, you're not lighting it from another fire. Right, but I'm assuming that you're you're catching something on fire. I'm just curious about why that's allowed in itself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, or you could paint some other picture where you are. But all of this is in the spirit of of identifying 
How many? Acts that can have multiple transgressions. Yes. And, and do you and get trying to figure out if, if you're liable for them, the multiple transgressions on Yom Tov also. On Shabbat, this is clear, you'd be liable for these two. But no, but in general, because it also is, it started with the slitot, right? Yeah. You know, you do, if you do one slitot for yeah. multiple people, are you liable for five? Yeah. So, so oh, by this the is way, all the spirit of it, right? By the way, um, I'm going to talk to, to this thing about Friday, but if we are doing it on Friday, would you just in sharing that to our Torah that you shared at the end of class yesterday? What? With just like understanding the whole Masechta in terms oh, of. Oh, if you think that, it's worthwhile. That was interesting. He had a, interesting, a great approach in like how to conceptualize the whole Masechta. That was like pretty. I think that would be pretty powerful. All right, cool. Uh, I'm going to ask and we'll get back to you on that. Um, okay. So, Lokem Mishum Havara. Vim Ita Mishum Havara. Lomechayev. Daechayev. Daechayev Le Mishum Bishulo. Right? So, if you say there's Ain Chiluk Melachot, so you shouldn't be higher for this. You shouldn't be higher for that because you, you have one and you can't get two. You can't have chiluk melachot on Yom Tov. That's the question. Afik, so, okay. You're right. Bye, Havara. It was really nice knowing you. We're just going to take you out. That wasn't the case. It was a whole different case. It was, uh, Afik, Havara, take it out. Va'ayel gidin ashechon evela. Ochel gid Okay, we solved that problem. So that the, the Mishnah, we were reading the Mishnah incorrectly. Or, no, yeah, we were reading the Mishnah incorrectly. Vatani Rabbi Chia, Lokeshtaim. So now we have another source, though. Rabbi Chia, when he, when, he, um, when Rabbi Chia summarized this Mishnah, he says, Lokim Shtaim al Chilato, Veshalosh al Bishulo. Vita shalosh, vita shalosh al chayav. so, so he would say, lokesh time al achilato, veshalosh al bishulo. Oh, yeah. Okay, so, so we have here. Yeah. Okay. At this point, how many how many cooking prohibitions? Let's forget about like how I separate yom tov and other. Which one are how many cooking and how many achila? Ones do we have? You've got two mivashels up there. Two mivashels, yeah. Um, we have three achila. Right. So Rabbi Chia said, So it seems like that doesn't work out quite well here with this explanation. According to your explanation, it should be shalosh al achilato. One, two, three. If you put this in here. Chayav. Um, so no, let's take this out. This is the wrong one. We're gonna put in. you cooking. Mivashel Asherah. What's that? That's a. Uh, it's like uh, twigs or or wood from um, a city that was an idolatrous city. And you can't have benefit from that from that wood. So let's say you're using it and you're cooking with it. While you're still, you have flames. You're stoking the flames. You have. Um, well, that's not really abara, but uh, but th- you're 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 cooking with that with that fire with that that wood. Um, that's hanaah. It's forbidden. So now it works. Everything works out nicely. We don't have chiluk melachot. We don't have chiluk melachot. That doesn't contradict. We have the statement of Rabbi Chia, which says. <coughs> Two eating and three mivashel. We have one, two, three mivashel and two eating. 
There but, is, but there's a different problem, right? If the whole point was to get us to a point where one act contains within it multiple loving, then I can see how achila, you take a bite and you've transgressed three things. Or you're cooking and you've transgressed two. But the cooking and the eating are two different things. So it's not five in one, it's two in one and three in one. Yeah. Well, I think it's the, like the point it, here was that there's two, there's two different types of like um, um, bundling of prohibitions. There's bundling of prohibition on Yom Tov. That was our focus here. Yes. We're trying to undo. We're trying to originally, originally said you you can't do you can't can't bundle on you can't bundle on Yom Tov. Want to make a distinction? Can't bundle on Yom Tov. Mm-hmm. And then they apparently they thought you could bundle right. on Yom Tov. Yeah. And now they're saying they're not. You're, Bundling in other areas that's that seems it's like it's not an issue. No, no. But the point is, why why do we care if it's five? It's it's really two plus three. It's yeah. not it's not five. And if the whole point of this beginning with the whole Harisha and everything was all about. Can we find an act where a single act a contains when contains whenever a single act contains within it multiple transgressions? That by doing one thing you are liable for multiple transgressions. This is an example of two acts, one of which you're liable for I, two, and one of which you're liable for three. There's not a single act where you're liable for five here. Yeah, it seems to me. I hear that, I, but this nevertheless was helpful yeah. in, in relation to Yamto originally. Right? Yeah, yeah, it's interesting they used gid. Right, because gid, your point of it's not uh, immaterial whether it's actually basar or if it's just the nerve. Yeah. Because the one thing we can't get about treif is you can't get hanaa. The one thing about treif you can't get hanaa is halav, basar v'halav. Yeah. Right? You can eat, tre- you can you can cook treif, yeah. you can sell treif, but you can't cook and sell basar v'halav. Yes. Right. So gid here must also must be because you were talking about whether it's a nerve it has no taste because if it's a nerve and it has no taste well, the then it's not whole, basar. You're right. This is the pina that's that's Rivan says here um, somewhere that he says this is this person hold this this rabbi holds um, that it's basar. Yeah, that that's that that, that they have here uh, here the last line on Rivan on kaf alf mubet the last line. Yesh uh, Tom. That's the yeah, key. Tom. So, so then, there's, a then there's the Hana. Yeah. And then it comes Basar, then you fall into it. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, okay. They accept it. Oh, sorry. Sorry. El Api Kavarava, El Ateirava, so Azartami Hacha, Lead Bak, we had Chama Uma. I think I might have brought that in. Yeah. Um, Says this is the pasuk number one. Pasuk number one on the page. Minachem l'man Yeshua Hashem. Oh, I should have taken that name. Hashem Hashem out. You have to give me these papers. Minatana l'charachamim v'chamehu v'yerbecha kashen ishbalavotecha. So you can't uh, you can't need bach biadcha. You can't have any connection to these to atzeasherah. You can't benefit from them. So that's that's why it's forbidden to do that. So this worked out. So that, that's the case. So the Mishnah really is not... So really we accept the premise you can't have chiluk melachot on Yom Tov. That's the, pre, the premise on, on Shabbos you can. And the Mishnah that seem, apparently seemed to, seemed to um, hint to the fact that there is chiluk melachot, we, we explained it differently, and there's no chiluk melachot on Yom Tov. You don't bundle on Yom Tov. Okay. So... Um, so you should get Malkos also for Lotovi Toival Beitecha. 
Okay, so if you accept the premise that uh, that it's talking about you have another problem. Every time you have there's another law that comes along with it, which is you can't uh, you can't have connection to a toiva. Not necessarily it has to come into your house. But if you, the second pasuk is lo tavi toiva beitecha vaite cherem kamo, this idea that it's a cherem, you can't, you have to distance yourself from it. Um, there's another. This is another transgression. So really, then, then we're back at we're up at six now and not at five. So th- they're going to accept that. They're going to say, well, atzeshira doesn't work now. So again, um, so we're going to take this out because this doesn't work. But shabbat doesn't work because this is really five and six. Okay. Take that out. Um, what we're going to add? We have to keep it as bishul, so we can have uh, three three bishuls and one two achilas. So we're going to say it's uh, okay. So we're going to say it's bishul be'atzei hekdes. So you cooked it with uh, with 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 uh, fire with wood. That was that was hekdesh, and we have a pasuk that teaches us just one lav for this, not two like the other one. So we have five. Really, the conditions you need to make this work is you need to have five, five. You need to have um, has to be uh, has to be um, three three bishul, um, three bishul. And what else do we have to have? We have to have that. I guess it was not chilek melachot, right? No. Does that help at all when I do that? Does that make it more convenient? These are the conditions we're trying to meet. We finally did it. No chilek melachot, we move this over here. Three bishuls, we we turn this into bishul instead of achila. And we had to have five and not lo six, so we we, we took out the atzeshir because there were two prohibitions there. We brought in this one, it's just one, so now we're at five. That's a pasuk here. Um, this pasuk says, uh, number three, it says, uh, you have to, all the other people's asherah, but don't do that, what's that mean? Don't do that with atzei hekdesh. Don't use them, you have to burn theirs, but atzei hekdesh you can't burn. So there's discussion if it's dafka, if, if you have, anyway, we'll get into that. Okay, good. So we finished uh, that piece. That was the first piece of our, our daf. This piece is going to be kind of straightforward, but I think it might take, hopefully it won't take too much time, but there are a lot of cases here. There's, so there, this is, again, this is the Gemara brings a Siman here. Siman is Shinavai Shinaz. And, uh, and we explained for you, came Ed, that we, um, these letters are, are, um, like an acronym mm. for their different names. And that's how, this is like a way, a mnemonic, which was helpful for them in remembering these teachings. Mm-hmm. So this is just basically going to be our Gemara um, till the Mishnah. Mm-hmm. This little piece here that I kind of summarized. But we'll just go one at a time and see. And the thing here is that they don't, they, they offer, now we're, we're stepping out of that five, this whole five thing, and now we're moving back to the eight. This is a whole, discu- like a mini, like a sub-discussion on Chiluk Melachorinyotov. Let's just take a step out and go all the way back to our Mishnah. Our Mishnah listed eight things that, you're, that are forbidden to do, uh, eight, things, eight prohibitions you can incur 
at transgressions you incur through one. through one act of plowing. Mm-hmm. And so now we're going to have all these Amoraim, they're going to add well, eight, be another one. So that's kind of going to... So now we're leaving the Yuntum <clears throat> issue. The Yuntum issue was just brought because right. they, they brought that as a side discussion right. while, they were, while they were actually trying to do this before, trying right. to bring another one to the eight. Gotcha. So okay. remember, um, yeah. Okay, so now we're back to... Now we're back to our Mishnah, okay. back to the eight. And this is just going to be seven people, seven rabbis offering an additional one. And they're not going to be refuted. Okay. Yeah. Um, so this is a case of a glarufa. Um, so they say, let's let's paint our case. You painted it as a as a graveyard and with kilaim and said, so let's, let's add another thing where it's a it's a a, a, a nachal. It's an area for for the eglarufa. This is where they used to take uh, if there was some they didn't know who killed the person. They would go down to this area and they would they would sever the head of an of an egg uh, egel and um, I guess like it's a baby um, it's a baby yeah, cat 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 and. Um, and then that area, it says that area you can never, um, you can never sow, you can never plant there. So, it, so let's paint the situation where you're doing that, covering up the dirt in, in that, that area. area. Okay, so it gets even better. Okay. So, okay, and there's an azara from the Azara. That's the azara. Okay, this is going to bring different, different approaches, different options here. I don't know, it could be that they're doing this. The Gemara is bringing us to teach us, just like to just expose us to different lavim, to have us think like about how to conce- how to understand, how, how to like apl- apply different halachos. Like you know, sometimes when a posek he gets a, a complicated question, um, uh, people don't. The posek has to dissect it into its different aspects and try to address all the different sides. So yeah, real life is not clean. It's not. Yeah. It's not. Uh, person comes to the team. So they make they the, get one thing they wrong. They make the rules, you know, you say that you don't learn a rule from an exception. But here they take an extraordinary confluence of unlikely occurrences. I think and so. And that, you if you can learn I think so. under such a condition, yeah. how, of course, when someone comes to you with, I have two things, I'm not sure. I think that's some of it. I think right? that's I, some of it. I, made, yeah. I broke two lavum. I, yeah. made, I committed two lavum. And they go, well, am I going to be punished? They go, that's no problem. I got eight. Yeah. And I know how to break it down. That's yeah. what I, I think that's is, a real postec. It's to really be able to dissect things. You know, and, and just, right? Yeah, so I think that could be like trying to train train our. It's also a, a memory technique. I mean, other than the mnemonicing. Yeah. 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 So, 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 I mean, it would be, you know, I think you would, you would remember each of these where you might not ordinarily remember them mm-hmm. in, a, in a different context. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. I hear that. Yeah. Um, so Matifa Rav Chananya. This is the nun from that shinbai. So you're plowing and Shem Hashem is on the ground. So I tried to look up like what this means. Obviously it's not like someone just like took their finger and wrote Shem Hashem. I don't think. I don't think that's a permanent name. But I think it's maybe there's there's kafim or something on the ground or something. Mm-hmm. It could be. And you, like uh, parchments, and you, you, you are there and you're... you're uh, you're doing your plowing, and you're, you 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 mochek you uh, you erase the name of God. 
while you're going. Um, so that would be another one. It says, you have to remove their names, but don't do that to God's name. That's another one. Um, that was Rabbi Hanania. Yeah. Well, at least you're burying them. After you destroy them. Matila Rabbi Abal. This is the bet of Shin Bai. Somebody who, um, somebody who severs their snow white leprous mark. So you have, uh, I guess, through plowing somehow. You s- that's like kind of far off case here. You're plowing somehow during the act. You severed your well, maybe your hooks on your hands. Yeah, and your the abrasion of yeah. of plowing. You know, wipes Splinter. it off. Splinter. Yeah. Okay. That's, yes. that's okay. That's an incident. So, uh, I brought a little picture here of the uh, Cohen with the Choshen and the Ephod on the right side. Right. Um, you can't remove the Ephod, the, the Choshen, the... Um, that's his room between room. The room between room. Yeah, the room between room. Yes. Uh, the, the one with all the... There's twelve stones and the letters. You can't remove that from the ephod. Has to be has to stay connected to the ephod. So if you removed it and you used it, so the question is, there's two approaches. What does it mean that you removed it from the ephod? There's two approaches. One is that you, through your plowing, you somehow removed it from the ephod. That's one approach. Or another one is that you removed it from the ephod and you used it in your use it in, to create your your um, your plow. Mm-hmm. And the same thing for the staves. You can't take out the staves from the arrow. So actually, I heard a nice explanation. You can't take the staves out of the arrow. You can't take out the, you know, the the the, the, the poles that mm-hmm. are in the um, the arrow. You can't remove them. So why I have to look up why you can't take out the um, take off the the choshen the from the, the from the fo. But the idea of the staves, Hirsch has a nice explanation where he says the Torah is uh, not something that that's like just stationary. You have to always have the staves in it, so you know that like the Torah is supposed to be carried from place to place. You can never remove them. Mm-hmm. So the Torah is like it's a non-orthodox thing, mm-hmm. um, or whatever. It's a it's a Torah thing. <laughs> All right. So, but nevertheless, you remove them and you use them in your in your plow, or you remove them with your plow. In that act, um, it's forbidden. you can't take out the badim. you can't remove the chot. Uh, the Choshen from the effort. Um Now, it's interesting, if you look at the Shin Bai, if you just count the Shin Nun Bet Aleph Yud, Shin Nun Zion, that's eight altogether. But there are really only going to be seven Amoraim. And Abaye apparently gets two of them. If you look at my letter, uh, my uh, my sheet, Aleph and Yud, I both attribute them both to Abaye. Um, because the Shin is Rav Ashi, the, 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 bet, the Nun is Ravina and Zion Ziri. So you have to use, you have to say that the Aleph and the Yud are for Abaye. So what, what, what's that all about? So I, I saw explain that um, Abai here presents two. Has, one is the removing the staves, and the other one is the Choshen. So that's why we brought two letters for him. Okay. Uh, someone who used the, the, uh, the wood of Asherah in their plow, um, that's forbidden. Because it says, Okay. You can't, you can't just cut down randomly um, fruit, good fruit trees. It says in the Pasuk, I brought it here, um, uh, it's in, right next to Ravina's part, in, in the indented, in the uh, bullet point. 
you, you can you you let's see you're out you're out you're out there and uh, you can, you're out um, in in war you can't you can't cut down fruit trees so here you're you're plowing like you say you cut down fruit trees this would be another thing that you could in, include in there thing is if but it won't work for the process as it's like the place where the Eglarufa because there you're not allowed to sow anything there so I don't know but well, a tree could be grown there could have grown there already yeah. um. Before it became, yeah. No, even be, even after, somebody eats an apple and throws the core down. Yeah. An apple tree will eventually yeah. grow. The, the soil that doesn't permit. Growth. Yeah, I don't know. I remember right. hearing something like that. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, was right. par- I was partially going through my head, but I didn't pr- I enunciate that because that, that sounded. I didn't know how to explain it. Okay. So here's going to be we're going to get into something here. Someone made a shvua. If they wouldn't choresh on Yom Tov, this is going to be another one. You, if you said I'm, I'm not going to be choresh on Yom Tov, and then you were choresh. You, I'm not going to do a harisha. I'm not going to do this uh, this plowing on Yom Tov. In the end, you do you violate it and you do it. So that would be a, that would be a lotase while you're doing it. It's a lotase though from a verbal but from a shvua. But, but, but you're you're mechala it. So yeah, but you you have you have a prohibition on plowing on Yom Tov anyway. So why would that nedo matter? Yeah, but the, yeah, this is but this isn't chiluk malachot for yom tov. This is this is from shvu, from the from the prohibition of shvua. No, I understand, shvu. but can I can I am I liable? Am I doubly if I if I make a nedo not to murder? Uh, am I and then I God forbid murder someone? Am I doubly biased because I both made the nedo and I <laughs> transgressed motel tzad? No, if you if you, if you oh, you're saying if you have both of them. No, yeah. no, neda, neda, the concept. Uh, can you uh, make a okay. neda? Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Something you can never do anyway, uh-huh. and then be doubly uh, liable. Shvua, is the shvua... Does the shvua count? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Well, what do we why say? Why would uh. neda not count? If you, uh, who yeah. said, and, uh, where would you learn that? Yeah, no, it does, but the question is what punishment you get, I think. That's yeah, maybe more stringent. Yeah. King Libby to Rabbi Mine. So, I th- right. yeah, so... You would get to the whole discussion was if it's within the context of Yom Tov, two Yom Tov things. There's two different types of name, two different names can rest on it, but you wouldn't get two different types of punishments per se. You get the more stringent one. That helps. Yeah, but it also means that you can make a shvua or a nedel on yeah. something that's anyway forbidden mm-hmm. or well, allowed. So that's what they're going to say here that uh, you can't do something that's already forbidden from the Torah. So that would not work out with that case, I guess. Yeah. So you can't. yeah, for for Retzach, yeah, sorry. Yeah. But if it was for something else, you say, I'm not going, to, I, I make an oath, I'm not going to benefit from... Eating milk and meat? I don't know. So if you say Atzashera, that's also good. It's also I right. thought you can. I thought, I thought you were, I, I remember when we learned by Nadarim that you could. That another counted, really, even if it was on something that... Yeah, it could be different between Shvua and Nether, too. Yeah. Yeah, because it's Omen Benishba. We're going to see here the Lashon here. I, I do recall that, too. Um, right. I think, we'll yeah, see. to do some review on that. Um, so that okay, add that one in. No, there lo omed Who this person already um, has a shvua from Har Sinai. Har Sinai. Oh, that's, yeah. that's my answer. Yeah, well, that's, that's for a shvua, but for neder it could be different though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you already have a shvua from Har Sinai, so that you can't do another shvua on a shvua. You already you already have the shvua there. Mm-hmm. It doesn't count. I'm like a gun. So, how do I paint a case where you have shvua, um, where it's that you don't get in this problem with shvua, that you already have a shvua from Har Sinai, 
So you, you, you bundle it in with something else. You say, ah, you, someone made a shvu, I'm not going to do uh, on Yom Tov or on Chol. And then we say, <coughs> So just like through, the, we, we bundle it all together. And now you're not really going against, you're not really putting a shvu on something that's already forbidden from the Torah because it's something that's forbidden by the Torah with something else that's not forbidden by the Torah. Um, and then so the answer is yes that 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 should be in there that really would be in there that case we accept your premise that um, if you add in something if you add in the whole thing that would not make it going doing shvu against them from the Torah but the Tana didn't put that in there because you on these types of shvuah you can you can um, you can get a hafara on it you can get you can go to chacham and they can they can undo it and so if that's the case then it's not a real love and, and the the Mishnah wanted to just list real lavim. So they go, oh, really? You, you only put real lavim in there? I'll bring you a few cases that in the Mishnah, in that case of the eight, were not, were not complete lavim. They could have also been undone in one way or another. Very hektesh. Very hektesh. Hektesh, you, 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 you make something hektesh with your mouth, you can make, there's ways to undo it. And so they go, no, bibichor. The hektesh that was talking about, this is muktashin in, the, in those eight, eight, the list of eight, those are, it was talking about Bechor that you can't undo. Bechor is, is Kodesh from, from birth. So they said, okay, what about Nazir? Um, so a Nazir, um, a Nazir, you can also undo the Nazir. Um, you, can, you, can, you can go get a, you can go ask a Chacham or, or find a way to undo your Nazir root. And the, and the Mishnah was talking about Nazir as one of them. Mm-hmm. So they go, oh, it's Nazir Shimshon. And Rashi said, uh, uh, says, Shim, um, it's talking about uh, the Malach When you get it from Malach, that's something that can't be changed. Again, so our mission is list eight things that can't be changed, and we could have put in a shvua. Uh, you're gonna, you won't do harit, you won't do plowing on Yom Tov and Yom Chol, but we didn't, you didn't add that because that's something that can, that's not, that's kind of like um, shaky that you can't undo it. But the other cases there were things you can't undo. Nazir Shimshon you can't undo. The other one you can't undo. Bechor. Uh, Okay, so so uh, I'm going to ask a question here. Nazir Shimshon bar Dam who? By the way, you you said that you're liable for um, a Nazir in this in the in the eight because a Nazir is going into a a, a, a graveyard and he's becoming Tameh. Nazir Shimshon, that's not Nazir Shimshon was never warned against. Uh, there's different types of Nazirut, and Nazir Shimshon, it's not he's not prohibited to. To go into a graveyard. So, um, if you want to say the mission is talking about Nazir Shimshon, in order to say it's like a stable love, you have another problem because you're making it because they're not liable for being in, in a grave in a graveyard. So, like, uh, so the answer, yes, you're right. That was a good answer. Haitana um, So this this uh, this really so really um, yeah. So really, it should, we should have in here. Um, so really, we should have in here unstable lavim. We have on here unstable lavim. Why didn't Why don't we put in? We go back to say the nazir is not nazir shimshon; it's a regular nazir. So we're unstable lavim that you can undo. Why didn't they put in the shvuah in here? Because the shvuah um, is a, is a weird case where you're you're coupling in yom chol and yom tov together. It's called a isur kolel. And this and our mishnah doesn't believe in that. Doesn't hold that that you can do that. Where an isur you, you can become obligated. On a shvua, uh, your shvua can like um, rest on yom tov because it included also sh- part of shvua on 
on the, the weekday. The Mishnah doesn't hold that. So is that kind of clear? So they want pure, unadulterated lavin. Yeah. Or, or even, even kind of like uh, shaky lavin that you can undo. But it can't be lavin that um, you learn out from, like, um, from an Isur Kolel, which is like this case of Shua where um, it would, I would be obligated on the Shua because I included Yom Chol oh, and, and Yom Tov. Okay. So that's why it didn't get in there. Okay. Right. Um, so we learned some interesting things here, right? We learned Isur Kolel, the idea of Isur Kolel. We learned the idea of um, um, the idea of like that you can undo things. Um, okay. Amarbi Hoshaya. So here's just a. We finished all seven of them. Zira was the last one. He was the, he was the sign in in the Siman where it says uh, what was the Siman. Shnaz. Okay? We finished. Zira was the last one. That was the statement there. Zira said, um, he said, That was Zira's statement. And we got into that whole discussion on Shfua. Um Now Rabbi Yoshai makes another statement. Someone who, um, who uh, uh, in- enables these, uh, someone who, who uh, is Marbia. What's the word? It's bestiality. It's harba'a. Or is a, who, who connects these two animals in in a, in a sexual way? Yeah, um, and they're psuleha mukdashim. Lokesh naim. Amar b'yitzchak amanhig b'shur psuleh mukdashim lokesh sharei guf echad hu vasoka tu kshne gufim. So. Um, you're, you're, this is just a case of Psuleya Mukdashim. There's this case of these, uh, if uh, something w- was Kodesh, they became, became, um, became puzzle, invalidated, um, you, you, you redeem it. Once you redeem it, it became invalidated. Something, if something mm-hmm. was already hectic, it became invalidated, you redeem it. Once you redeem it, it never loses, it doesn't completely lose its status of Kodesh. It's like a quasi, it's like a, in between a liminal state where it's somewhat Kodesh for certain things and cooling for other things. So when you um, use the um, when you connect these two animals, you're you're connecting even though they're the same thing. Um, you're connecting part the part whole and the part kodesh. They're connecting, so it's like it's like key line. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not one. It's like a it's like a two sided animal. So when you're connecting it, it's other sides connecting with the other side of the animal. So that's key line. And number one, I think number one, the other lav I think is is harba. You can't do. Uh, I forget what the two laving are here. There's two. Amar Biyashu Shnifte. Yeah, it's it's kilaim because you're Marbia Chulin Al Kodeshim. That's what Rivan says. So why you're Chayav too? Uh, I think it's because you can't use Kodesh too. You can't benefit from Kodesh, and it's part Kodesh. I think that's. Is that just the fact that there's two of them? So you're obligated with two. Two animals. Yeah, I don't know. To uh, look into that a little bit more. But um, there's two lavim here, and then it says manhig um, b'shur. So if if you use these, you're you're doing you're you're riding a shore sulei mukdashin. Maybe that's that's, that's right because there's two. Here here you only have one. I'm a manhig b'shur. You're 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 using a shore in front of you um, to to you're driving with a, you're 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 riding somewhere with a, a shore and ox, and it's a sulei mukdashin. You're loke. You're loke because you're you're not allowed to benefit from hektesh, even though you redeemed it, 
and it's cooling. It's not completely cooling. Like its hair is still considered kodesh, and so that's just the idea that you can have this animal which has two sides to it, cooling and hektesh together. Okay, that wasn't necessarily connected to the other seven thing. That was just like another statement they, they threw in there. I mean, it was because Rav Hoshaya, and we opened up with Rav Hoshaya. Rav Hoshaya was the first one of the, it was the shin. Okay. <coughs> Good. Mishnah. Okay, how many Malkos does he get? Uh, we're back to our Rakhtim Malkos. We got out of the eight things in the previous Mishnah. Now we're back into discussing what Malkos are. Ka Malkinoto. How many? Arbaim Chaser Chad. Shinemar Mispar Arbaim. This is like a beautiful thing. Um, if you take a look at the Pasuk, not beautiful, but I find it interesting. If you look at uh, verse 4 on the bottom of the page. So they're darshaning <coughs> these two Pasukim and they're connecting them. Just take, cut it out. They cut and paste that and you have your number. Has to be bemispar arbaim forty, but it's not mispar arbaim. It's bemispar. It's until you get to the mispar arbaim, that's how they get to the thirty-nine. But nevertheless, you have the, the number here of, of that's how you got to the thirty-nine. Bemispar arbaim. The fact that they connect mispar, and it's bemispar arbaim. There's um, this is what uh, like uh, Rivan says here. Um, the second line is just shu arbaim. Can first break around second in the second to last line. Me delok tivi yakenu arbaim b'mispar el b'mispar arbaim yakenu shmeni dahachikamar minyano sochem arbaim. It gets up to the arbaim. If you would it, otherwise, it should have said yakenu arbaim b'mispar. The number forty. It says until the number forty. That's how they got to thirty-nine. Still, it's uh, to ask why thirty-nine dafka. What was that about? Thirty-nine is just like it's an important number. Like thirty-nine melachot. I don't know. Maybe there's a tradition. I don't know. But we're going to see. Um, we're going to see that the, the Gemara is going to own the fact that the Chachamim kind of uh, went, uh, introduced a different number than what the Torah did. They're going to own. They're going to own that. I'm not going to say like this is what the Torah meant always. Not going to say no. The Chachamim reinterpreted the Torah to get to 39. They're going to kind of like own that. So let's see. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Arba'im Shleimot. No, Rabbi Yehuda disagreed. Forty. This last one. Where do you get it? Between your tafa, between your shoulders. Usually you don't get a, any malkot between your shoulders. On, on right shoulder, left shoulder, or your chest. This one's between your shoulders. It's going to bring a pasuk for that, we're going to see. You only get malkot that you can get uh, in pairs of three. So if you're, uh, if you, if you're liable for 17, um, if for se- they, 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 they assess how many you can handle. Because if someone can't handle all the 39, you don't give them all the 39. So how many people can handle? So if they can handle 17, let's say, you only give them 15. You give them the, 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 yeah, the, the three, pair of three from the earlier one. Uh, so they, they assess that you could get Arba'im, and he already started to get Malkos. So this guy looks like a strong guy. Let's, get, you know, let's, go, let's, give, him a, let's give him a whole 40. They start, start breaking down after 12. Or of thirteen, they say, ah, we can't get them anymore. Our assessment was wrong, and it's done. Yeah, they're going to say though. Let's say you assessed originally that they could take forty, and now before you gave Malkos, you assessed uh, uh, somebody. Another doctor came and said, uh, no, I only can handle twenty. Then you give the twenty. It's not. It's not about making the wrong assessment. It's about like when you started already. When you started already, they already got the bizayon. They already got disgraced to some extent. Um. 
Amdu lekabel shmonaisra. Mishlaka amdu shech. So they started eighteen. Yeah, this person can only handle eighteen. This is uh, this isn't the strongest strongest individual. They're like, whoa, this is like it's not, not even, yeah, then phase him. So let's give him. You know, we can we can slap, you know, add on a few more. You go no. Amdu lekabel shmonaisra. Mishlaka amdu shecholu lekabel abraim pator. That's it. Okay, my time. So what's the, what's the reason? Um, what's the reason why you get thirty nine? Just looking at the okay, I just have to take my daughter to the train station this morning. That's right, why I'm cool. Yeah, hear that. Um, my time, I, you need to get exactly at uh, exactly at um, five no, minutes. Hopefully, uh, mm. five minutes past will be okay. Yeah, hopefully, you won't get too far. The usual. Yeah, I'm afraid. Israeli yeah. time, the seven. Yeah, yeah. I I get into minion like ten minutes late. People think I'm like just like the rabbi's always late to minion, but whatever. <laughs> All right. Yeah. What's the reason why it's thirty nine, not forty? My time. It's a good question, right? Yeah. It says forty. If it says forty in number, that's what we explained before. The one who gets until the number that arrives at forty. Okay. I still want to look into this a little bit. They're like, why? What, what's this, what's what's so important about the thirty-nine? I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know. Amar Abba. So this is like. So here's they're going to own the fact that Chachamim um, learned something different than what's in the Torah. Amar Abba. Kama tipshai shar inche. How stupid are people? Most of the people. The Everyone gets up in front of Sefer Torah. Sefer Torah walks in the room. Everyone stands up. Right. Chacham uh, comes in the room. Gavar Abba, uh, and they don't get up. What's the problem with that? That's a pretty powerful statement here. <laughs> That's amazing. Right? He's kind of, right? kind of pissed off at them, basically. What? No, he's, he's kind of almost upset. Like, yeah. you, know, you guys don't even give respect it. to the rabbi. Don't give respect. You know, you don't give respect to the Torah because you just, they says 40, but you decided 39. No, he's saying, you get a, everyone in my community, when the separate Torah comes in the room, everybody stands up, they're in awe. You know what's and on yeah. a higher level? The rabbis. Oh, they changed oh, it oh, from 40 to 39, and nobody gets up for them. It's like a powerful statement. It's like, whoa, the sages are like. Oh, I, I thought it was but, that, they're, that they're more merciful. That they're coming to make it, that the rabbis are coming to make it, and that's why they should get more praise. Yes. Ah, okay. That's that's even I, better. Yeah, be. I like that a lot. Yeah, but nevertheless, they, they I, I don't know. I still feel like there's something like the, the Torah says one thing, and the Chachamim have this ability. Two. The Chachamim are not on a lower level in the Torah. They have ability to work with the Torah and, and decide what Torah is. Okay. I, Tradition, uh, you know. Unless unless you interpret this as being as he's being ironic or sarcastic. Which they like, do have. Like you guys don't have. Nobody gets up for you guys. You guys are less than the Torah. How is it that you are? He's where saying, do you, you know, come off? Where do you, where come, do you off? come off? The Torah said forty. For. But these guys who nobody stands for, they said thirty nine. No, no. So that's how I look at it. But who's he critiquing? I think he's critiquing his congregation. His congregation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, oh no, 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 The creaking, the rub, the, uh, he's, he's, you're talking, you know, you're seeing this. Char Inche, Kamatif Shei Char Inche, everybody else. Yeah, no, but I, but if you, if you read it as, as a sort of, a, as a sarcastic right, statement, right. look how stupid people are. The Sefer Torah comes into the room and they all get up, but you great men who are able to change the words of the Torah, nobody wow. gets up for you. Yeah, yeah, that's how I'm understanding it. But it's a sarcastic statement saying, 
By what right, by what authority right. do you change that's the words of the Sefer Torah? That's what I was reading. That's why I, that's that, I, I, I don't know, but it could... Anyway. That's maybe okay. because we're older, we're more cynical. <laughs> I hear that. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, gee, the Sefer Torah everyone gets up for, but you great men, nobody gets up for you guys, even though you're able to change the words of the Torah. I don't uh-huh. know. There's okay. A, Let's see what it will be. Okay. But, <laughs> <laughs> four, 40 full ones. Um, Abi Yitzhak, my time at So why do you say 40 full ones? Dichtiv, ma makode ele ben yadecha. Vamar, asher keti bet me. These ones are between your, these ones go between your, your, between your shoulders, between your arms, meaning on your back, between your shoulders. Between the clavicles. Yeah. The, um, scapulas. Between the scapulas. This sure. is the scapula. Okay. The, the wing, the wing bones. Yeah. So between that. The, yeah. This, but only one there. Right. And why do we, where do we get that from? Uh, so there was a, as a pastor in Zechariah where it's talking about um, p- people who are downplaying um, the fact that they served idols. And so they're, they're saying, um, people ask them, what are these makotasi in your back that you got between your yadecha, between your, between your shoulders? This is source number five. Interesting. And they say, um, oh, that's just, that's what I got from my home. I got, I got, I got hit at home. Mm-hmm. I was abused at home. I wasn't abused. No, but uh, and so, but nevertheless, you see here that um, that these are the people that really got makot between their shoulders, but they're just pretending like they didn't get it. They're telling people like I receive that at home. Um, so you see here that there is a place for that. So he says it has to be that's the fortieth. Um, so what did Chachamim do with that source? He said, "Who who So no, a, a case where. Where people would, would someone would get hit between their shoulders, that could be a that's it could be a tinok shebet rabban, that they receive that um, while in, in education, they're being educated. So it's not talking about um, lashes in the temple, but it's talking about somebody who got was lashed while while they're being educated. That's where we learn out that we can hit the rabban. And not only not only from here, but right? Is, mm. It's another good source. We don't hold by that anymore, though. Uh, are we? Yeah. Um, but we still do hold a lot of the trauma from it. <laughs> Alright. Um, let's get to the In this whole discussion of if you got the mal if you started giving them eighteen if you started giving them malcos and you realized you couldn't give them they, they could t- they if you assessed what was it? That you assessed that yeah, it's gotta be multiples of three. Yeah, no, but that's not where that's true too. But I'm not gonna talk about that. You assess them for forty. They started to get them, and you realize they couldn't handle forty. You're done. They, right. they only got eleven. You're finished. The opposite too. If you gave them eleven, you saw they could get forty. You stopped. That's mm-hmm. what we're gonna discuss here. in If they got malkos, yes. If lo So if you just assess them and then you change your assessment afterwards, then they still get the they get the second assessment. They didn't. The whole idea is they didn't get bizayon. That's what the. Or mean who? Amdu lekabel arba'im v'chazuv amdu she'in lecholek kabel arba'im patur. They they assessed and they could get forty, and they they returned and they said they assessed and they couldn't get forty. He's patur. Amdu lekabel shmonai sir v'chazuv amdu she'cholek kabel arba'im patur. So that seems like uh, it contradicts it because it's just about assessing, not about act, the actual malkos. And when after you change your assessment, they're still patur. So it seems like it's a contradiction. Amar sheshet lokasha. So, when you assess them for that, there's certain types of assessment. If you assess them for that day, um, then then you can't. Your assessment has to stick. If you go back, go um, 
if you go back on that assessment, you, you, I'm sorry. If you assessment, if you make an assessment on that day, and then you change it, you can still you still have the ability to change it. If you assess them for another day, say like you assess them that um you assess them on Monday, and then already Wednesday comes by, and then you see that they can't handle the same amount. Um, that then you could say that your original one, um, your original assessment wasn't correct because their situation changed. Or your opposite, your original assessment was correct, but their assessment, their situation changed. Um, we call so, it dynamic scoring. Mm-hmm. So I forget which one now uh, you can go back on. Um, I think I wrote this down on my. Um, anyway, w- one is one is. Uh, uh, okay, let me just. Sorry, let's get this in the way. Let it go. Um, so you're asking you'll okay here that's it, here, it's it that case in the bright side is in the one where doctors assesses fitness to receive last for the next day or for a different day in that case the initial assessment was accurate this is a condition that changed therefore it is determined if it is determined that he is unable to receive lashes he is exempt so you are exempt you are exempt when when it's you're exempt when your initial um uh, assessment was correct and the conditions changed. But if your initial assessment was incorrect on the same day, um, then you're not exempt because they can, you can again do, can do another, you do another assessment. Does that make sense? So, shaking, can you explain that? Yeah. Um, I mean, it's pretty logical. Yeah. Let me just read the first one. Just following. Uh, where the doctor assesses fitness to receive lashes for that day and there was no change in the condition. Rather, it was discovered that the initial assessment was mistaken. He is exempt, only if he is already flogged. If not, another assessment is performed. If it's the same day and you made a mistake, then you can give them another one, another assessment. If it's, you assess them for an, uh, this day and they got flogged on another day, that assessment, the original assessment, could have been right. And then, and so therefore you can't change. And so therefore what? Therefore they, they don't, they don't get flogged anymore on the new assessment. Okay. All right. Good. A tremendous amount. Mercy. I'm just struck by we're adjusting the punishment based on their circumstances. It's yeah. Very fair. Very reasonable. So you assess them earlier uh, on Monday, and then I'm just meaning. I'm just making. A yeah, I'm just trying to figure out so you, of yeah. the fact that I mean it's very different from very different yeah. from what we yeah. our, our justice system that we are taking mercy on their situation. All the way, too, right? If you yeah. assess them one way and then their situation changed, you, you always no longer administer. You never yes. increase. That's just pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah. You also assess what they can handle. So if that's right. not always the case, right? If somebody needs to do the crime, that's your crime. It's, uh, it's based, right? It's based on what they can handle rather than their crime. In terms of lashes, at least. In terms of uh, capital punishment, that's something else. But again, we sell those. Those are also downplayed. Yeah. Remember, we learned that. Yeah. Uh,